And welcome back to another episode of a Yeah Guys podcast. I am your host, Aram, and I am joined with a room filled with beauties. We got Parker, we got Tony, and we got Josh. Uh, today, we're going to be looking into some current NFL headlines, as well as predicting some statistical leaders and awards for the NFL season. Uh, I sent you guys an article before this podcast just to look into some nine bold predictions. Um, this was made by Adam Shine. Uh, he made nine predictions for the NFL season, um, and we'll kind of get into those. I'll go over those real quickly here. So the first one was that the Patriots will be finishing 14th in the AFC pecking order. So that's kind of out there, but um, the next one is the Chargers will be fielding a top three offense and defense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, three-peats as MVP. Uh, Derek Carr leads the league in passing yards. Um, we have Nick Bosa winning the Defensive Player of the Year award. Uh, the Cardinals missing the playoffs. That's kind of interesting. Uh, J.K. Dobbins winning Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, Justin Jefferson ranking in the top three in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Uh, and last but not least, sorry, Parker, but the Bears finishing with the worst record uh, in the NFL. So, Parker, with those <laughs> kind of out there predictions, what are some that you agree with and what are some that you disagree with and which, and what would you be substituting the ones that you disagree with? All right. So I'll start with the ones that I agree or the one that I agree with the most. And that was probably the chargers uh, having a top three offense and defense, um, which some of the um, additions, you know, that they've gained this off season can uh, help them, you know, with the, their quest to finally get into the playoffs and, and, you know, try to win some games. But, uh, you know, Herbert, Herbert is, you know, um, already, I would say an elite uh, quarterback um, with the Khalil Mack trade. If he can stay healthy, you know, on the field, obviously him and Bosa is pretty hard to stop defensively. And um, also JC Jackson, you know, um, that elite corner doesn't hurt either. So that's the one that I agree with. Uh, and a, a one that I disagree with would probably be the Bears having the worst record. And I know that they're, they don't have the best roster necessarily, but I think that their, that their, their schedule um, helps them out a lot because they have a lot of soft games, I think, and games that they can win. So, I mean, while I think that they're going to be a poor team this year, I don't think that they're going to have the worst record in the league. I think that, there's definitely teams like the Texans or, you know, um, what team? The, the uh, Falcons, who also are kind of weak, have a weak, uh, weak roster. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, maybe six or seven, five wins, somewhere in that range. But I don't think that they're going to go like two and, you know, 15 or whatever that record would be. But uh, anything like that. But. Okay. Um, and so you went over some of the ones you agreed with and disagreed. Is there anything else you wanted to go over with this article? Because some of these are kind of out there. We'll, we'll speak more about the comeback player of the year, but um, what do you think about the Cardinals missing the playoffs? I mean, there are there's some drama going around that. Yeah, I could but. definitely see that happening. Um, just being that they always tend to crash down at the end of the season. And you know, there's some teams in the NFC that maybe will surprise people and, you know, be able to, to sneak into the playoffs and kick them out. I mean, we've got a, a kind of a battle in the north of who's going to win, probably between the Vikings and Packers right now, I would say. Um, the south, you know, 
can the Saints win with Jameis? Can he stay healthy? Like, how are they going to perform? Uh, the the Panthers are still have, like, huge question marks, so we have no idea. But, you know, count on Tampa Bay, you know, teams like that. But I don't know. The, the Cardinals, they just – it seems like they can never finish strong and they just can't find a way to, like, end the season on a high note. And um, I can definitely, you know, see that leading into missing the, the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see how it uh, turns out for them because there's a lot of drama. But um, okay, well, um, Tony, we'll go to you. Sorry, sorry. Let's go. Let's, let's go to Josh. Let's see what you think about uh, this uh, list of nine bold predictions. Yeah. So, it's. I mean, they're all bold predictions for sure. I feel like I disagree with a handful of them, but it's it's a bold prediction for sure. But I kind of agree with the the prediction that the Patriots finish 14th in the AFC. That's definitely a hot take, and it's. Thinking about it, it's it's hard to believe that a, a Bill Belichick coach team could do that poorly. Uh, because for them to finish 14th, the only teams worse would probably have to be like the Texans and Jaguars, I guess. Um, and while I do think there's a chance that you know, you know, maybe the Browns don't get to Sean and play really poorly, or you know, maybe the Steelers struggle to figure it out, you know, with the rookie quarterbacks. But I mean, 14th might be a little extreme, but I mean, like bottom twelve, I don't think is is all that all that outlandish for me. And then for one that uh, I, I disagree with, uh, I disagree with Aaron Rodgers as the three-time MVP. I think in today's day and age, with voter fatigue being a thing now, I just I don't see it realistically happening. I know Fred uh, Favre won it, I think, three years in a row in the nineties, but uh, like I said, in today's day and age, I feel like Aaron could come out and have just as good if not better of a season and the way that the media works nowadays they'll basically say like nah you got your two you don't deserve it you know even though you probably could deserve it um, so I think because of voter fatigue being a real thing uh, same thing with like why people think that Nikola Jokic won't win MVP in the uh, NBA next year you know he's won it two years in a row uh, at some point it's like even though they might deserve it again it's like let somebody else have it which not saying that's right or wrong, but that's kind of just the way it goes. So I, I don't think Rodgers will repeat as an MVP. Yeah. And obviously they don't have Devontae Adams. That's the biggest factor right. in this. And I think people are overlooking, you know, the impact um, or maybe underlooking the impact that Devontae Adams had on the team. So, I mean, whenever there was a situation where they were under pressure, <laughs> Rodgers had one target to go to, and that was Devontae Adams, and he always came through. So... Um, would that be it for you, Josh? Uh, I, I think so for the most part. Uh, going back to the Cardinals missing the playoffs, I think that's that one's another one that's definitely possible. I, I personally already don't see them winning their division because of the Rams. Um, and then, you know, Seahawks and 49ers, uh, divisional games, I feel like those could all be toss-ups. So, um, yeah, I could. De- I mean, I could definitely see them missing the playoffs. I think if they do make it, they'll make it as a wild card to begin with. So, you know, I don't think for them to miss it, it's that bold. Gotcha. Well, Tony, what about you? All right. So uh, the the one that I kind of saw on the list that I kind of was well, first of all, I'll go against just to get that out of the way. Uh, I d- was going to disagree with Derek Carr leading the league in passing yards. Um, he definitely is. One of those probably around top 10 quarterbacks, I would say. Um, 
he has finished inside the top 10 twice in his career in the passing yards. In uh, 2019, he finished eighth. And then this past season, he did finish fifth. Um, at, obviously, getting the acquisition of Devontae Adams is definitely going to help that. However, I still think you're going to have your guys like, um, you know, uh, Allen, Mahomes, Brady, Herbert, Stafford. I think those guys are still going to put up really, really good numbers. Um, to get to that passing title, I think he would for sure have to eclipse 5,000 yards. And uh, Derek Carr has yet to do that in his career. He's gotten close, but he's never done that yet. So I, I think that one for me is the, the point that I'm going to be against. Um, great quarterback. You know, he's, he's got brighter days ahead, definitely. But I just think this coming season, I think he's going to still not quite get there yet. And then for my thing that I agree with, I'll say I'll, I'll try to speak it in the fruition, I guess. Uh, I, I think Justin Jefferson will get into the top three in uh, receiving uh, with receiving yards and also touchdowns. Um, he, you could definitely see the jump from 2020 to 2021. Um, in in uh, 2020, he was fourth in yards, tied for 15th in receptions, and he was 22nd in touchdown receptions last season. Fast forward to uh, he was second in yards, fourth in receptions, and sixth uh, in uh, touchdown receptions. So I think also bringing in Kevin O'Connell from the Rams who worked with uh, Cooper Cup could definitely – even level up his game that much more. So I really do think Dustin Jefferson could contend for that top three, uh, I guess the triple crown, I guess, if you want to say of receiving. Um, and then I guess just kind of looking at the list, like we were looking at, I'll, I'll kind of, again, also say, I, I think seeing the, uh, the Cardinals miss the playoffs could definitely be a possibility. I kind of thought the same thing when Josh said that if they did make it, it would probably be, a wild card team like last year, they don't really have anything that kind of like wows you. Um, we kind of talked about the, the Kirk um, contract earlier or late last year and kind of like, you know, what, what was that really about? Was he really worth all that? But uh, we'll have to see how it works out again. It, it kind of depends on Kyler Murray and how he plays and, and whatnot. Because, I mean, he's kind of like the offense. And if he's not committed to the team or if there's issues, that's going to be a huge problem for them, I think. Yeah, well, you guys all had some good points here. And I guess I can kind of go over, you know, I would say maybe the majority of these on, on the list, I mean, I think they're all possible. If you look at the mm -hmm. Patriots, there are a ton of teams that could – potentially be better. And I think a lot of people are putting uh, too much pressure on Jacksonville having them 13th already, but you never know what could happen. Yeah. In team. They do have a lot of talent, so it depends on if they can all bring it together. But uh, the Chargers feeling a top three offense and defense is definitely possible. Um, but one that I'll disagree with will be the Aaron Rodgers three-peating uh, as MVP, because I actually agree with Derek Carr potentially leading the league in passing yards. And if that's the case, I think those two kind of go hand in hand. If you leave the, um, the year in passing yards, maybe he gets the MVP as well. So I think this could be Derek Carr's, you know, year to prove himself. He has a lot of weapons. If you just look at the offense, Darren Waller, um, Josh Jacobs, if he stays healthy, um, uh, Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro. So those are great targets. Um, they are building their defense as well. So they, they should be winning games. And if that's the case, Derek Carr leading them to the playoffs 
should maybe get him that uh, MVP award, but that that is kind of out there. It's kind of bold. So um, one that I kind of want to talk about as well is the Cardinals missing the playoffs. And while, you know, they, they do have a good team, there is just a ton of drama. And we have to remember that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out for six games. I think he is appealing that suspension, but um, him being out, you know, I don't think it's going to be drastic for them, but it will, you know, put a damper on some things because there are teams in their division already, the Rams and the Niners that have, you know, better rosters and are ready to win games. So they will be battling it out uh, to start the year without Hopkins, but I think they can figure it out. And when it comes to maybe missing the playoffs, I think that is a stretch, um, but I could still see it happening. But um, yeah, that's my kind of opinion on it. And the, the Bears finishing worse in the in the league, you know, could happen, but I would probably bank on the, a team like the Falcons or uh, the Texans like Parker went over. So, I mean, let's just put it this way, you guys. The Bears somehow managed to win, what was it, seven games? Eight games? That was a record? Seven and ten? Something like that? With Matt Nagy at coach, whatever their record was, with Matt Nagy coaching. Okay, nothing can be as bad as that. So, I mean, they can have a weak roster, but as long as they, as the offense can get a few first downs, you know, like a conventional NFL offense, no matter if it's a freaking anyone running routes. I, I mean, these guys are at the NFL level. These guys can catch footballs, like no matter who they are. I mean, we're talking about Darnell Mooney, who really isn't, I mean, he's a pretty good proven receiver. I think this is his third year in the league now. Um, had over a thousand yards last year, and you know, only you know, hoped for that to continue. Um, we're not going to have any kind of um, um, sab sabotaging going on, like with Allen Robinson. Um, only you know, picking certain plays to throw him the ball and all this. Um, so you know, honestly. As long as Matt Nagy has nothing to do with this team, I, I think that, that they are already better than they are last year. And if you think about it, even if the Bears do finish worse, I don't think there's going to be a team, you know, that finishes with two to three wins in the season. Maybe it could happen, but I think there I is think that there, it may shock you how bad some of the teams will be playing, like the Falcons out there. I mean, or, or, the, or the, the Panthers too. I mean, we're talking about – Two teams who have question marks at quarterback, um, weak defenses. I mean, not the Panthers, but the Falcons, a weak, kind of a weak defense. Uh, the, the Panthers are pretty good. Um, I think they just can't get the quarterback position right, and they just mm -hmm. continue to swing and miss at, at the quarterback spot. So maybe Matt Carrall comes in and plays, but, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, there are some rookies on some, you know, lower tier teams that could make things interesting for them. I would say Drake London is a good, good piece for the Falcons offense. Um, you know, they don't have a ton of talent around that organization, but bringing guys like, you know, Drake London, they already have Kyle Pitts and they signed Marcus Mariota for, for whatever that's worth. Um, <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see uh, how it all um, shakes out, but yeah, that was, a, that was a good segment, guys. We'll go into our next little prediction segment. Um, we I can kind of go over the winners already um, from last year. So for the passing leaders, we had Tom Brady um, with the crown for that, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, with the rushing title, and Cooper Cup 
with the receiving title, kind of out of nowhere for Cooper Cups. So that's awesome to see. Um, and we also are going to be talking about the comeback player of the year, uh, as well as the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. So Parker, um, you can kind of go down the list to state, you know, all those leaders, but you can predict them and uh, we'll see where we can uh, go with this. I mean, it's it's like looking at my list right now, it's kind of like reminiscent of last year. It really is. But um, I have Tom Brady leading the league in passing again. Um, it's just if you're looking at the stats, he had 300 more yards than the next person at what, 44 years old. I mean, I know his receivers are coming off some injuries, but as long as he has Mike Will, uh, Mike Evans and, um, you know, I'm sure they – I mean, the guy can make any guy a good receiver. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. But uh, this man, I, I think he's – he's he, he wants to go out with a bang. I think he, he, he wants to, 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 to do everything his way on his way out. This is indeed his last season playing. And – I think he, he wants to go for it all. I think he wants to lead the league in passing. I, I think he wants to win the MVP, and I think he wants to win the Super Bowl all in one this year. And um, I'm going to start with with Brady kind of on a slight revenge tour, I guess, if you will. Um, and we know how Brady gets when he's on those. So uh, hopefully uh, he is, he's going to be, uh, you know, prime 45-year-old 40, Mr. Tom out there. But um, – <laughs> I assure you, I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, rushing, Jonathan Taylor, I also think that he leads the league again. I mean, 600 more yards than the next person. I mean, that's pretty – I mean, that is a massive gap from from first to second. And this guy runs with a purpose every time that he's on the field and he breaks tackles like, you know, like, like, like nothing. Jonathan Taylor, I think we can all agree, is probably – Aside from Derrick Henry, I'd say 1A, 1B type guys up at the top there. Um, maybe you could throw Chubb in there, but, I mean, he played all season long and still had 600. Well, I think he might have been out a few games, but still 800 yards and stayed healthy the whole season. I mean, that's pretty crazy. And I'll go to the receiving, which um, I think I'm going to go with Jamar Chase leaving, uh, leading the league in receiving uh, with the help to the offensive line of the Bengals. Uh, I think that they can only get better offensively after somehow having a crazy offensive year last year with the lack of offensive line you know, that they had. But uh, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd, is it? That's combo yep. is pretty crazy and throw Mixon in there I mean that's a star-studded offense so Jamar Chase leads the league in receiving after you know having a, a rookie setting you know rookie record setting season last year then I'll go to the defensive side which also like last year I have TJ Watt winning again and it's just the 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 dog in him that kind of separates him I think from a few of the other candidates on the list. I know, you know, injuries and everything like that, but 22 and a half sacks last year, uh, you know that he wants to, to break the record and, you know, following it up with a 23 sack, 24 sack season. I mean, that would be absolutely mind blowing. So uh, I think he leads the league in sacks again uh, up in Pittsburgh. 
Um, my comeback player of the year is going to be Derrick Henry, and that's just because I think he is going to come back and, you know, potentially lead, lead the league in rushing, you know, lead the league in touchdowns, something like that. Um, the guy, I mean, what can be said about that massive human being? So I think he'll win comeback player of the year. Uh, my offensive rookie of the year, I have three different choices that I like, if that's okay. I have Chris Olave in uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. I really like the offense that he's in, and I, I think that he's, you know, going to be alone a lot, being if uh, his Ohio State partner can get onto the field a little bit more, Slant Boy. But um, we'll move on to Kenny Pickett uh, up in Pittsburgh, another option just because – of the quarterback battle. If he can get onto the field, um, we all know how they love quarterbacks over, um, you know, position players. Just ask Aram a few years ago. Um, but uh, we'll move on to wide receiver, Mr. Oh, I forget his Christian Watson in Green Bay, um, being that he's the best receiver, I think, on their team right now, just based on talent. Um, Aaron Rodgers likes to use those guys. So we could see him have a, Jamar Chase like season, um, you know, maybe this year. I know he's not that good, not as good as Jamar Chase yet, but or maybe ever will be. But I, I think just being the number one option in Green Bay will, you know, propel those stats a little bit high. Um, then we'll go to the defensive rookie of the year. I have Aiden Hutchinson or Kyle Hamilton winning this award. Uh, Kyle Ham Hamilton, you know. Uh, being able to be on that, you know, daunting Ravens defense and their safety is always being somehow gods and they got another one. It, it seems to be following in the, the footsteps of Ed Reed. Um, but we'll go to uh, Aiden Hutchinson, who is, you know, probably the best defensive prospect before the draft. So wouldn't be shocking if he had a nice, uh, you know, 15, 16 sack season to start his NFL career off. But We'll go over to uh, the MVP who, like I said earlier, I think is going to be Tom Brady um, after getting snubbed last year, you know, after leading the league in touchdowns and um, passing yards, I, I, I think. Or did he lead the league in touchdowns? I don't know. But um, still, uh, I think he's a little upset that he didn't win MVP because I think he was the best quarterback last year, you know, give or take. But And uh, I want to add another prediction. I think that he's going to – be the Super Bowl winner as well, just to throw a little icing on the cake. So, oh, no. <laughs> all in, huh? <laughs> all in. Literally. <laughs> okay. Well, Tony, can you uh, go over your list here? Wow. All right. So mine's gonna be a little bit of a dark horse, but uh, for the passing, I think uh, I think Justin Herbert on the Chargers will win the passing title. Um, got so many weapons out there in uh, in LA. Obviously, his main man, Mike Williams, is going to hook him up. So I think he'll get that. Um, for the rushing, I definitely think uh, Jonathan Taylor. He was definitely my my like main guy. But then I really thought, uh, I think Derrick Henry is going to come back. Kind of similar to Parker mentioning Brady. I think he's going to come back and kind of have like a – I wouldn't call it a revenge season because, like, you know, he didn't, like, lose necessarily. But – since he got hurt, he wants a, he, he wants a big comeback season, so he wants to prove himself again. Uh, so I think Derrick Henry will win the rushing title for receiving. I think uh, Devontae Adams out in Las Vegas 
will win the receiving title. I think him, as you mentioned earlier, even though I went against it, uh, I think him and Derek Carr could be a really lethal connection. Um, and obviously, I mean, he just he's so good at one on ones and he forces so many double teams. So uh, definitely that. Um, also, a little I was thinking uh, TJ Watt, but for my sacks, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Nick Bosa in San Francisco. Um, I think he had a really, really solid season last year, 15 and a half sacks. Um, I'm kind of banking on uh, TJ Watt not having a refeed, obviously, but um, I think Nick Bosa could definitely uh, be up there for uh, the sack title. For the comeback player of the year, uh, I'll go with Parker. Um, obviously, we, we could talk about J.K. Dobbins, but I think Derrick Henry is probably the safer pick just because – He's the number he one. the offense, right. Yeah, he pretty much is. And t- Tennessee, again, just a quick note, Tennessee just kind of upgrading that offensive line a little bit. Uh, for offensive rookie, I'll go Kenny Pickett. Again, in the era of quarterbacks, they always usually favor the statistics. And I, I think he's – I mean, I think he'll have a decent season, to be honest. Uh, for defensive rookie of the year, I'm going to say Jermaine Johnson, the second on the Jets. Um, big defensive end out of Florida State. He's he's shown a lot of great um, his, his ability to pressure, and I, I think he'll definitely show up. And uh, for my MVP, uh, definitely kind of to left field on this one, but I think Josh Allen on the Buffalo Bills is going to win the MVP. Um, he solid. took a couple. Huh? I said that's solid. I like that. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, so last season, he kind of took a step back a little bit, but he still put up, I think, 36 touchdowns. So I, I think this year he'll – well, I, I'm just saying statistically. Statistically, he, he like yeah. went a little bit backwards. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he'll have a better season even than that, and I think Josh Allen will win MVP. Okay. Well, Josh, sorry I kind of skipped you there, but uh, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, so for my passing prediction, I'm actually going to go with Joe Burrow. Uh, kind of like Parker, I personally think that the Bengals can still elevate their offense, even with it being as good as it was last year. You know, some some improvements to the O-line and everything, I think they can still find another gear in that offense. But as a wild card pick, uh, I want to throw out Jameis Winston out there just because we <laughs> he's a gunslinger and he's allowed to show up and – you, know, you never know what to expect out of him, but, you know, throw him out there as a wild card pick. Um, and then for uh, for rushing, I, I want to go with – I want to go with Derrick Henry. Uh, I'm pretty sure last year, you know, after he got injured, there was like three or four weeks after he had been sitting out every week where he still had the rushing yards lead, you know. Uh, so he was just so far above the rest of the pack. But obviously – you know, injuries and everything. If that happens, I can totally see Jonathan Taylor repeating. Um, for receiving, uh, like I said, I'm kind of expecting the Bengals to find another gear, so I want to go with Jamar Chase for my receiving yards. Um, for sacks, I could see it going to Nick Boza as well. I know we mentioned him as like a potential uh, defensive player of the year candidate. I feel like I could also see it going to Miles Garrett. Uh, the only knock I have against him is that he's kind of became like – a respected veteran in the league, and so he's, I think, a little more likely to uh, catch double teams and whatnot. Um, for the for the comeback player of the year, uh, my top 
I feel like Derrick Henry is a favorite for this, but he technically like made a comeback in the like playoffs last year, you know? Right. So I, I don't know, but for me, my top three candidates for comeback player of the year is Dalvin Cook, Jameis Winston, and Michael Thomas. That's my top three. Now, I know I threw out like, you know, maybe Jameis Winston as a passing yards leader or something. And if he does that, I think he, without a doubt, wins comeback player of the year. Um, and, you know, if I'm kind of banking on him to have a good year, it just makes sense that I would throw out Michael Thomas, you know, one of his receivers with it as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So for the offensive rookie of the year, I'm actually going with Sky Moore, the wide receiver for the Chiefs. Uh, I think just being a rookie and getting drafted to an Andy Reid coach team with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback is a very, uh, very good position. You know, you're definitely being put in a position to succeed with that offense. Uh, and obviously with them losing Tyreek Hill, you know, uh, I think he'll be a good boost to that wide receiver room. And uh, for that reason, you know, I'm going to go with Sky Moore as my offensive rookie of the year. For uh, for defensive rookie of the year, I'm I'm going to toss up between two edge players. I've got Aiden Hutchinson and uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, this one, I feel like I could fl- you could flip a coin, and I would be uh, happy with either of them. I I really don't know which one. I'm I'm not set on which one. I think is better than the other. So uh, one of those two would be my defensive rookie of the year candidates. And then, uh, believe it or not, I actually had Josh Allen as my MVP front runner. Um, and I know, again, I mentioned, you know, the Bengals finding another gear. And if that happens, I can totally see uh, Joe Burrow uh, claiming an MVP. But, yeah, I, I think Josh Allen's a front runner for that award. So, yeah, so that's that's my predictions. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of on the same train with you guys, but uh, I'll kind of go down my list here. I would say for passing leaders, I, I know I kind of talked about Derek Carr before. I don't think he's <laughs> – I mean, if I were to predict it, uh, the possibility is there for him to be the number one passer in the league. But with guys like Herbert, Josh Allen, even Matthew Stafford, I mean, you give him talent, he'll – if he put 4,886 yards up, uh, which was third in the league. And then obviously Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes has a chance to have a bounce back year, even though, you know, last year wasn't a down. I mean, it was technically a down year for him. And I mean, I think he can do way better. And I think he can actually lead the league. So I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes um, at the top of the list for the passing leaders. Um, And for the rushing leaders, it's kind of tough to pick against Jonathan Taylor. I know, you know, there's Derrick Henry and it's a toss up between those two players. So if I would have to pick, I would maybe go Jonathan Taylor because I think maybe uh, Derrick Henry may be eased into it a little bit, but uh, who knows? I don't know. Um, when AP came back from restoring ACL, they just threw him out there, 30 carries a game. Uh, so, um, you know, Derrick Henry could end up winning this, but I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. Um, and I'm kind of with you, Josh and Parker, with the whole uh, Jamar Chase situation. Um, I think that connection from Joe Burrow is elite, but um, I still think Cooper Cup has it. He's in the right system. He has the right quarterback and he has, he's on the right team um, again this year. So uh, I'll go with Cooper Cup. Uh, and when it comes to sacks, I do have a, you know, a bold prediction. I think Aiden Hutchinson can make it in the top five, but uh, I'll go with, um, let's go TJ Watt on this one. I think he's kind of in a league of his own uh, up there in Pittsburgh. And I, I don't think they'll be that competitive, uh, Pittsburgh, but uh, they do have a rookie quarterback. So they'll, they'll win some games. They'll be competitive for the most part. But, um, and I think TJ Watt will get his, his sacks. So um, comeback player of the year. And I know, I know the easy answer is Derrick Henry. Um, there are 
other options. I maybe if you want to talk about, I like the Michael Thomas pick, Josh. To be honest, that's a really good wild card for me. But if I were to put my finger on a comeback player of the year, I would say um, I'm going to go J.K. Dobbins. I think that's a fun one to to think about, just with that offense being so run heavy, and they get a, a good player like J.K. Dobbins back in the mix. Uh, for Offensive Rookie of the Year, there was a couple players I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, Brees Hall in, in New York, he has the potential to, to carry the load um, for that offense as they develop Zach Wilson. But um, I, I'm kind of, I, I want to go Kenny Pickett on this one just because of how the votes are. I don't, um, if, if you have a rookie quarterback that, you know, succeeds and potentially leads his team to the playoffs, I don't think there, there'll be a lot of people voting against a guy like Kenny Pickett. So um, if Kenny Pickett's able to string, you know, seven, eight, maybe nine wins together, I think he potentially gets the offensive rookie of the year. But there are some really good candidates, uh, Traylon Burks in Tennessee, Brees Hall, like I just talked about, and Drake London, because Drake London, I feel like, will be force-fed <laughs> in Atlanta. But, um, yeah, that's my pick. I'll go with Kenny Pickett. And defensive rookie of the year, I'm kind of where Josh is on this one, Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson, and um, I think Aiden Hutchinson will be fantastic this year, uh, so I'll go with him. And my MVP uh, is probably going to be Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, it's, there's kind of a trend between the passing leaders and MVPs, so that's just how it goes, I guess. But, um, yes, we, we all kind of had different lists, but um, kind of in the same area, which was, which was fun to talk about. So I guess we'll kind of go to some uh, closing thoughts. Uh, we'll start with you, Parker. Yeah, um, not, not many, too many closing thoughts, I guess. Um, I'll let, I'll turn it over to one of you guys while I try to think. Of something, I guess. No, you're good. I got it. Um, yeah, closing thoughts. I mean, these predictions are always fun. Obviously, like, we're making these predictions way far in advance, you know. Like, even me personally, I think mine, like, I, I feel like for whatever reason, I guess maybe as a Dolphins fan, a lot of my picks are more AFC heavy. I don't know, but. It's definitely way too early, I think, to make some of these predictions for sure, but it is a fun little challenge, and I enjoy it. So, mm -hmm. Anything for you, Tony? Uh, just same as Josh. Uh, I think a lot, with a lot of these picks, even though we know what happened last year, some of them are kind of just like a shot in the dark. You know, we're just kind of guessing and banking on what's going to happen. So I think uh, that list, as Josh mentioned, is just it's fun to kind of just think about and – be like, well, maybe this could happen or that could happen. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. And I forgot to add something on my defensive rookie of the year. I forgot to mention Sauce Gardner. I think he's going to kind of light it up for the Jets. I don't know if he'll win the award, but I think he'll be in the conversation for sure. And he'll, uh, he'll bring some attitude to that defense. And potentially you'll see some pick sixes and some highlights from him. So, um, I just wanted to add that in. But, yeah, right now it's kind of a low period for the NFL. We'll be kicking things off here in a snap of a finger very soon. So, um, I would say in a month or so, things will start to get uh, heated up with the conversations and uh, we'll be back with another episode. But I just want to thank everybody for listening and watching and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.